I've got a pendulum clock here in my home, and the little uh, pendulum goes back and forth, tick tock, tick tock. It's it's not a crank me up version. It's more of a battery operated one. But on the old clocks, you know, they, those pendulums swing back and forth, left to right, and then right to left. Hey, um, it's Barry from Turning the Page, and thank you for listening to our Turning the Page podcast again. And today's topic is about slowing the pendulum of your thoughts. You know, TikTok and the sound of those seconds they passed out, that pendulum, that big pendulum helps to keep the clock on time, smooth, rhythmical, things functioning as they should. And as I watched an old clock um, that's owned by someone I know, I realized that my thoughts also had a kind of a similar pattern. Extremes of arc began to fill my awareness. You see, I think my thoughts, and probably many others, um, seem to swing to places of depression and then swing to places of anxiety. They may not be quick. It may happen over you know, um, periods of time. Sometimes the arc is wide and they travel to extremes of despair and then to extremes of fear. And sometimes the pendulum seems to stick at one point. <laughs> For more than a brief moment, it feels like it wants to live there, like that a magnet has my thoughts captured in a grip, and then off they go to the other extreme. Then other times the arc is tiny, small, imperceptible. It's like the pendulum is hardly moving at all, but it is. And in the background, and the energy still wants to keep the pendulum clock ticking. And it takes attention to notice the pole that my thoughts are swinging into. Are they swinging into the depression zone or the anxiety zone? How long have I been sitting in that place? What keeps me in that zone? It begins with a kind of noticing and a kind of self-acceptance that this is happening. And I'm not talking about mood swings. No, no, this is more about your thoughts and discerning whether these are scripts of despair or fear. Uh, I love to listen to the Psalms. And uh, I listen to one every day. These are songs of people who, like ourselves, like myself, they have also had a pendulum of life. Hope, joy, anger, despair, and then every other mood and thought explosion are contained within the pendulum prop poems. And this morning I was listening to Psalm 116, 1 to 9, being read in the Daily, Daily Lexio Divina. And this verse grabbed my attention. Return, O my soul, to your rest. Psalm 116, verse 7. And that's what I want my pendulum to do. To come to rest. I know for this brief moment of my existence, it won't stay there for very long. And will continue to swing. But it doesn't have to go to such extremes and seemingly take up resonance in places it was never meant to live in. I want to find for my soul places of rest and stillness. And I think of Jesus and his followers in those days after he was crucified. Imagine the pendulum of their thoughts. Despair, loss, grief, puzzlement, fear, anxiety, worry, mystery unsolved and unresolved. He steps into the pendulum swings and speaks these words. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together, 
with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Kind of a pendulum slowing thing, isn't it? <laughs> and after he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. And the disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. That's John 20, 19 to 20. The pendulum comes to rest. Um, the attention of the soul rests itself away on the awareness of the Christ. Jesus speaking speaks the word Irene, which means um, Irene to his children. That's how you say it. Um, Irene, which means properly, wholeness, to join, tied together into a whole. When all essential parts are joined together, peace, God's gift of wholeness. And look, I long for my thoughts to come to a place of wholeness, of peace, of um, still pendulum. And no more pendulum swings into depression, I focus on the past, or worry, I focus on the future. And it takes practice and discipline. It trains your brain to know that this is the new way we do things. And here's what has helped me. Number one, regular daily quiet times. For me, it is the first thing I do every morning. The day begins with my going to sleep. Okay, so that's at night time. And now um, when I wake up, I wake fresh to spend those first few moments with God. First, I listen to a, day, a Bible reading by a daily Lectio Divina. And it's sort of like my brain knows this is the daily pattern. So I'm training it to pay attention to the little words there are in that passage for me today. Today was return, O my soul, to your rest. And I'll ruminate and chew on this morsel of goodness throughout the day. And from that morsel, I've done a blog post or a podcast. Number two, notice where the mind is drifting to. During the day, I quietly notice where my thoughts are drifting to. Are they floating away to the pendulum swing of despair and sadness or to a place of fear and anxiety? And the invite is to stand back from them and notice them. Where are they going? Number three, speaking truth and love. Please don't be hard on yourself, but quietly speak love and compassion to the ruts in your thinking. For me, my favourite little reminders are these. I am loved. I am held, I am known. As I speak these, the pendulum slows and comes to a sense of stillness. You could also add journaling, uh, centering prayers, mindfulness. Paying attention to the pendulum can help you slow down and bring a new sense of quiet to the busy places of your life. Remember that where you focus is where you will go. Here's some quotes. Attention is the rarest and purest form of generosity. We have to try to cure our faults by attention and not by will. Simone Veal. We cannot attain the presence of God. We are already totally in the presence of God. What's absent is awareness. Richard Raw. What I focus on gets me. Focus on the negative challenges will always take me down. Focus on the positive good things will always give me hope. What's most important? What's the most important minute in life? I think it's the next one. There is nothing we can do about the past, and we have limited influence over the hours and days to come. But the next minute, 
minute after minute after minute is always full of possibility. Rick Henson Without the inner discipline of faith, most lives end in negativity, blaming, or deep cynicism without even knowing it. Richard Rohr Metanate, or chains of consciousness, can only come with time. Patience is the very shape of love. Without it, religion is merely about enforcing laws and requirements. Richard Rohr Above all, trust in the slow work of God. We are quite naturally impatient in everything to reach the end without delay. We would like to skip the intermediate stages. We are impatient of being on the way to something unknown, something new. And yet it is the law of all progress that it is made by passing through some stages of instability. And that it may take a very long time. I don't know how to pronounce those names. There's some questions. Number one. What swings of the pendulum have you noticed in your life? Number two, where does your pendulum seemingly want to take up resonance? Three, what helps you to bring your soul to rest? I hope that this was helpful. How's your pendulum going? <laughs> Perhaps you might like to email me, barry at turningthepage.co.nz or leave a comment in the in the comment section of this podcast. And uh, yeah, thank you. And I pray that you would learn how to still your pendulum. Okay, bye.